like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Fuck that car, Mr. Dragon. Oh, you opened the door. Oh. <laughs> we were going to talk about other things. And, and now we have to just... talk about my I favorite. Said, I said if it comes up, fully intending to bring it up. My favorite <laughs> subject. And you my should f- say that it's your favorite. People are going to think weird about you. My favorite subreddit. People already think weird about him. Bad. Dragons <laughs> fucking cars. <laughs> Dragons fucking, fucking cars. cars. Now, do... The cars consent, and is the car able to fuck the dragon back? Is this a power bottom situation? Uh, I mean, I can't tell. There, most of them are uh, hastily drawn images that by like maybe a dragon car fucking fans Fanatics. the world over. My favorite was the dragon in midair gripping mightily the Volkswagen bug, and through the windows of the bug, you can see the dragon's erect penis. Um hitting the steering wheel with the sound effects honk honk <laughs> <laughs> all right it's it's hitting it's hitting that turbo button special spot man <laughs> that's people dragon's fucking car or car, dragon's fucking car subreddit is a hoot there was there was one that showed uh sperm you know swimming yep swimming on down the Swimmer. thing and it was like Sw- swim I, swim I can't wait to become the most powerful dragon ever. And then the other one says, dude, this is a, a 2017 Prius tailpipe. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, dude, we're in a sob. Like, <laughs> I, I was, Worse, we're in a Prius. I was laughing uncontrollably yeah. as I was scrolling through this fucking thing. All right, guys. So if you need a little pick me up, check it out. Yep. Times are dark. It's yep. easy to find. Yep. Times are dark. Fuck your car. Fuck your car. Yeah. No, don't fuck your car. Oh, fuck that car. I mean, I'm really, maybe you have a really sexy car. No, just don't. Maybe your car is super into it. Maybe the car started it. Did you see what that car was wearing? He was asking for it. That car was not wearing anything. (laughs) That car was just wearing the dirt I left on it. These cars are nude. They're just nude. (laughs) Walking around nude. Nobody ever talks about these naked ass cars. It's rude. Just Nick, just hanging out there. Just tailpipes. Windshield wipers akimbo. You may recall in the 90s, what was what was the up and coming car accessory? Car bras. Do you remember these? No. I do. Yeah. They went over the front. They went over the part, front of your car. Like over the front bumper. I believe what? they were to protect your car from bugs or uh, rocks. I, dragons. I assumed from parallel parking dinghies. Also possible. But you know what else they protected your car from? Dragons. Dragons. Horny ass dragons. <laughs> I think they just gave your car that uplift it needed to feel good about itself. Exactly. You no. No? <laughs> no. You're not buying it. Guys. Just... You're not buying what I'm selling. No. I know what you're getting as an after Christmas gift, and it's a car bra. It's a car. <laughs> it look you good know, on that Kia. Oh yeah. That that filthy Kia, she's gonna need a bra. Yeah. yeah. But you know what's gonna happen? You take that bra off, pristine beneath. <laughs> no more filth. <laughs> It's Gorgeous. protecting the front of your car. Gorgeous, pristine car boobies. From yeah, that the, the LA shiniest soap. car boobies in all of Carland. Yeah. Okay, that was not actually going to be our cold open, though. We actually had another thing to talk about. No, well, the thing we were going to talk about is the, the monolith strikes again. But this yeah. time, it's a special monolith. It's a oh, monolith. 
holiday monolith. It's made of gingerbread. It's a cookie. It was one giant cookie. Is it still the same shape? Like, do we do we have the yes. sense that it was made it by looks, the same people? Uh, well, it looks. Shape. I assume it's made by a baker. Yes. It's squares of gingerbread with little like M and M's in the corners. Yeah. It's it's like, and they had like but little it's different size, candies. No photograph. But it's the size and the shape. It's of the same the shape of all the other, other ones. monoliths. Yes. And everyone was like, "It smells amazing. It's <laughs> a good crumb, a nice sure. snap." I love the story. Uh, Ananda Sharma was uh, doing his morning run as he climbed Corona Heights Park. This is in San Francisco, by the way. Um, when he spotted what he thought was a big post, he said he smelled gingerbread before realizing what it was. Oh, my God. You'll smell it before you see it. For real. That's pretty much what it was. It got rained on. People took bites of it. Gross. Yeah, I saw a video of many different people licking it. And I was like, come on, guys. In a Corona environment, World, let's, let's not smart. all lick the gross outside gingerbread cookie. Yeah. Uh, but from what I understand, at least from the the article title here, uh, the, the monolith has collapsed. Oh, the cookie crumbled. The cookie has crumbled. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Those raccoons in that park are like sugar high as shit right now. Just running in circles. <laughs> they're just so they're It's the best Christmas they've ever had. Like, look, you guys. All these monolith shenanigans have led to the greatest Christmas for squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? After such a shitty year, they deserve it. They do. They've done These nothing. squirrels have really suffered through 2020. These squirrels are ready for the weekend. <laughs> for sure. Well, I was <laughs> I was looking for like, oh, what are some fun things, you mm-hmm. know, on Twitter? And what's trending is super gonorrhea. And speaking oh, of yeah. fun, fun for the weekend, COVID apparently has brought on a super gonorrhea strain. So wear a condom wear protection yeah or else you're gonna get wear a mask for your face and your dick and your dick (laughs) but yes wait it's because like people who have covid are getting gonorrhea and then it's mutating in their body i just think the gonorrhea or that they've teamed up to fight humans i mean i would like that i think it had something to do with all of the hand sanitizing and like i don't remember is gonorrhea a bacteria or is it a uh is it a virus someone who's never had it I cannot answer that question. I don't for know. You. I don't know. I can ask Siri. Listeners, we don't know anything about gonorrhea, it turns you know out. But we know that there is a super gonorrhea. There's a super <laughs> special one, and we're here to give you a PSA on wearing protection and running away from COVID and super gonorrhea. Protect gonorrhea your face. is bacterial. That's what it is. So here's what it is people are slathering their bodies in antibacterial lotions ah, and yes. fluids and, and juices. Creams. And what's it doing? It's getting gonorrhea crazy horny hyped up. for that dick. Yeah. And it's gonorrhea gonna- is a sexually transmitted disease that can infect both men and women. Mm-hmm. It can cause infections of the genitals, rectum, and throat. Oof. Ooh. Gross. Ooh. Keep That's it safe a fun out there. Trifecta. Keep it wrapped up. People. So so there you go. There's our public service announcement. Don't lick gingerbread. Put a rubber on. Yeah. Yep. Just let the raccoons enjoy Christmas. And if your car's sexy, fuck it. You know what? You know I what? think we've covered all the bases this morning. That, that's that's what I learned I mean, from 2020. I, honestly, I feel like they don't even need an episode this week, right? I mean, that was I good. I mean, we just educated We've educated the shit, shit out, of out of you guys. You. Yeah. Yeah. We're an advice column now. Yeah. <laughs> advice show. Dear Abby. Yeah. If Dear you have questions Bomi. about whether or not to fuck your car, spoiler alert, fuck it. Send us a question. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, Tommy wants to answer. R slash dragons fucking cars.
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> speaking of dragons fucking cars and getting gonorrhea hi <laughs> welcome to the booze and bruise podcast we are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories we drink thematically appropriate beer and we have the superest of gonorrheas yeah, it's super. yeah we have super we duper have mega gonorrhea, gonorrhea. The we have megazord charizard gonorrhea <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon gonorrhea. We have, we have the Pokemon gonorrhea. We right. do. We gotta catch them all. <laughs> no, we don't. We absolutely don't have to catch them all. Gonorrhea does right. kind of. I'm out here doing the Lord's work. Tell me, gonorrhea doesn't sound like a Pokemon. It does. Charizard, gonorrhea, Pikachu, syphilis, Squirtle, Squirtle, <laughs> Squirtle. <laughs> Squirtle is. I got. I got gonorrhea herpes from de- Squirtle. <laughs> Yeah, herpes definitely sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah, they all are. They all, all of them. A special of them. Every, Pokemon every for the holidays. STD. I mean, they are monsters living in your nature pocket down there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't a Pokemon a pocket a pocket monster? Yes. Like, yes. So pocket monster. Nature's in your pokeball. pocket monsters. Yeah, you have. You in, collect them in pokeballs. <laughs> my vagina is called a pokeball. <laughs> no, and, he has pokeballs. You have the pocket. Yeah, Do you I have the pocket for the monster that I keep in my you. balls. Are you following the joke, dear? I've got it now. <laughs> okay, good. You got it. You're all caught up. Yep, all caught up. Uh, sadly, this week we are not talking about uh, gonorrhea or Pokemon you, or having. You have no idea what I'm talking about. True. You know what? That's true. I don't. I, I'm not talking about gonorrhea. Uh, maybe you are. We don't know. We well, don't know. Shortly. No one knows. No one knows. What no. are we actually talking this about? This week, we are actually going to be doing mafia adjacent ghosts. Mafia ghosts. Whatever Ay. that means to you. Ooh, fans. Uh, and the reason that we are, di- the reason for this is because our beer this week. Is yeah. So we are drinking Booze Brothers Brewing Co's Good Guy, yes. which is a grapefruit pale, mm-hmm. which I would argue is an IPA. <laughs> I would also argue because I don't love it. So it's like a pale ale. They just don't want to give any credit to India for this. Like, no, 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 no. no. this India is a zero Indian. This is a racist pale ale, is what it is. It is a little bit. It's yep. a little. It's a white power pale ale. Yep. We're not. We're not going to allow the brown to take I'm any credit for this because it's delicious. <laughs> it's really good. So anyway, that is our beer this week. So we were thought good guy. A Great guy. guy. That's mafia like a guy. mafia guy. Hey. hey. He's a good guy. He's a made guy. He's a made guy. Yeah. yeah. So I am here to tell you about the Congress Plaza Hotel. Great. Well, tell oh, us about it's it. it's a whole plaza full of Congresses. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Congress, they have their own hotel. We didn't know that, but now you Now do. we do know. Yes. I, I know now. So the hotel is located on Michigan Avenue in Chicago. So it's actually not quite. Congress because they are not in Chicago. Sure. Um, I mean, sometimes they are. Th- yes. There are representatives from Chicago, dear. Uh, uh, yes, I'm aware. Okay, great. Great. Awesome. Uh, the hotel was built in 1893 by R.H. Southgate. It was originally called the Auditorium Annex and was built to capitalize on all of the visitors that were going to go to that year's World's Columbian Exposition. Which was celebrated. What the fuck is that? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. The world's Columbian exposition was. Is the- they've just put a bunch of Colombians on display? I wish. Yeah. Is no. it like a, the. It was it's a just giant- like Sofia Vergara standing there being like, hello. That's it. Yeah. And <laughs> speaking Spanish at you. Hello. No, if only. 
It and then is, Joe Manganiello's there, and he's like, "Hey, play D and D, and wear these shirts that I made that have skulls on them." He's I'm, like, make I'm definitely nom, not nom, Colombian. Nom. I'm definitely not Colombian, but my wife sure is. Yep. Nom nom nom. That's them kissing. Yep. <laughs> nom nom nom. Nom nom nom. Nom nom nom. That's them kissing. I jet. I met Joe Manganiello. Yeah. And that's Did the sound he kiss of him like kissing. That? He kiss. He kissed me just like that. <laughs> <laughs> were his lips soft? Oh yes. Would was you he? Was he a gentle but forceful lover? Oh, he was. What did you say? Hurt me, but make me feel safe. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I had a lot of feelings. He that lived evening. your <laughs> fantasy for you. It was, and now you have super gonorrhea. Hey. 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 So the the actual world's Columbian Exposition uh, celebrated the 400th anniversary of Columbus's air quotes discovering America. I was nervous that that's what it was. Yeah. See, back in I the day, we were like, "It's fine." That man discovered air quotes America. Yay, rapist with poor geography skills. Yeah, very bad. Can not you tell India. he's not in fucking India? Not even close. This like, is called failing upward. He did fail upward. You know he what? He failed the CEO the fuck upward. Yeah. He, he was the original CEO or anybody's manager at work was yeah. Chris Columbus. <laughs> no, so that's what the party was for. And the festivities that were held at this fair were pretty on point. Visitors got to see the brand new engineering feat, the Ferris wheel Ooh, in I action. Like got to rape natives, got that to ha- die of syphilis. They, they pulled a bunch of uh, native tribes that were nearby and were like, okay, rape and pillage. Yeah. Hey, the kids are going to love it. Uh, they got to see the Ferris wheel and for the very first time in America, electricity. Oh, fuck yeah. So it was quite a happening party. So obviously you need a happening hotel to house people who are going to be at this party. I mean, all these people are just electrocuted and motion sick from the Ferris wheel. They need a place to lie down. Big time. They're, they need a nap. Naps. It's nap they time. Naps. There's just too much stimulus. They don't know. Their, their feeble brains cannot help it. <laughs> they need to lie down. They're like, ah, oh, light bulb. I need to lay down. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, seeing something like that for the first time? I'd be like, nope, no, thank you. Goodbye. Go lay down. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the devil's magic for sure. For sure. So the hotel was designed to complement the auditorium building across the street. Hey, auditorium building, you're doing a great job. Yeah. So that building was an auditorium as well as a hotel and like fun place, like an arcade, more or less. So the auditorium annex was meant to, you know, sort of complement that. Very clever with your naming, Chicago. Um, the annex featured an underground passageway to the auditorium cave. building. Yeah, it was like an understreet cave. Cave! That connected the two. And its banquet hall called the Gold Room was the first ballroom in America to use air conditioning. Oh. Wow, this was a, this was a, a party of firsts, really. This hotel electricity. It wasn't hot. He's ready shit. for the weekend. It really was ready for the week. It was ready for everybody's weekend. It is. Um, the hotel was also the location where none other than America's first documented serial killer, H. H. Holmes. H. H. Holmes would meet to lure women to his own hotel, his murder hotel, which he had just built. He goes, look. He, he would meet them in the hotel bar and he would, you know, hi, ladies, isn't this place? Yeah, this place is really expensive. I am also a hotelier. Why don't you come to my hotel? Hotel Motel 6. And you never left his hotel. Hotel Motel Holiday, Holiday Inn. Inn. Yeah. 
So anyway, he would meet and lure women to his murder dome and never. And I think it was like 27 people he uh, confessed to killing. But it's yeah, I mean, he, he it was basically built a hotel that inspired all of the Saw movies. It was just every room was yeah. a weird murder room of death. If you don't know the story of H.H. Holmes, look it up. It's bonks. Yeah, he's that wasn't even his real name either. I it was something and like, his wife like helped him. Yeah, he's <sighs> special. Well, that was nice of her. You know, she was in I was like really mean, supporting the, her husband's passions. Yeah, I mean, the couple that murders together dies in prison together. Toge- yeah. I don't actually think that's what happened to them, but no. The, the couple that murders together, hoarders together. Hoarders, 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 hoarders originals. Hoarders together. Hoarders originals. Would you candies? Hello, Ask- my darling. Would you like to come murder some street walkers whilst we enjoy this delicious sucking candy? Okay. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> um, but that little bit of unsavory notoriety was delicious not enough. Sucking candy. Was not nom, nom. enough. Nom. I'm kissing Joe Manganello. Ooh, you got some tongue action there. Yeah. Uh, it was not enough to tarnish the hotel's reputation. In the early 1900s, many presidents stayed at the hotel. Um, All at once, every president. At the same time. It was, Tuesdays they had a are presidents 50% off. They did, And they had a big circle jerk. It was a room yeah. full of presidents. Done. Um, and a bunch mm. of renovations were made over the years to make sure that it was in tip-top presidential shape. Nice. Gotcha. Got it. was coming? Yeah. Be like, watch out. It's it's where uh, Teddy Roosevelt announced that he was forming his own party in 1912, which essentially ended his political campaign because he was going to run yeah. for president, I think, the third time. And he, he, he had his time in the sun. He buddy. did. And then he was like, I'm not going to run again. And then he saw who was running. He's like, ah, just kidding. I totally am. And then that I was mean, just go enjoy some of the beautiful national parks that you created for us and take a nap, buddy. Yeah, go punch calm some, down. Go punch some bears in the face. Yeah, You'll go punch the bears. In your retirement. W- was he the one who fucked his cousin? Um, Maybe. Was that the other Roosevelt? I get Well, them Roosevelt did marry Eleanor, who was a Roosevelt before she married Franklin. And there there's second cousins, I think. Sure. Yeah. I no, I watched that's the fine. Whole, I watched the whole documentary that Ken Burns did on the Roosevelts. So I'm what you would call an expert in uh, the Roosevelt. <laughs> You guys, she adjusted her glasses with that. I did because I am so smart when it comes to the Roosevelts. Anyway, um, today, uh, nope, I skipped a line. Let's let's actually let's go back and actually read back. the whole story. Well, I missed one line. The hotel was bought by the U.S. government during World War II, where it was uh, a location where they would put. Uh, <laughs> ca- uh, blah, 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 blah. Yep. No, people. you're kissing Joe Manganiello. No, no, I'm <laughs> Joe. Officers. That's where they would have officers stay. For some reason, there they're we like, go. we need to buy a hotel for you guys to air quotes work at. Sure. Uh, okay. Af- after the war, locals uh, bought it back. And today the hotel has 871 rooms and several resident ghosts. Oh, 871 rooms. That's a pretty big hotel. It's a huge But there's room for a thousand. <laughs> for, for being a hundred years old, that feels like a really big hotel. It's huge. Um, I it, feel like most old hotels are like 27 rooms. Yeah, this one, the first, it was the North Tower was constructed first. And then that was in 1893. And I want to say like 10 years later, they built the South Tower. But to combined, it's like a massive, massive fucking hotel. I'm staying one of our 27 rooms. Yeah. Luxurious. None of them will murder you. 
No. Not at first, them. anyway. None of them Free have sucking candy with purchase. <laughs> <laughs> First up, it's the use of the term sucking, sucking candy, candy, isn't yeah, it? Get, gets me every time. <laughs> the first up is the ghost of Peg Leg Johnny. Oh, I love him already. Yeah. This is the best. So we don't know too much about old Peg Leg, but the story is that he is the ghost of a hobo who is. Oh, an extreme outdoors enthusiast. Yes, of an extreme outdoors enthusiast who was either murdered inside the hotel or on the hotel grounds just outside either way there is a man with a wooden leg walking around the hotel to this day he may also be the ghost of a former long-term resident who stayed at the hotel in the 1940s who died of a heart attack uh whilst consuming his brecco um did he have one leg he also had one leg which is there's a lot of one-leggeds coming into this hotel the hotel for presidents and one legs presidential one-legged yeah maybe we need a president with one leg and then it'll come full circle. Now now it is time. And then he must stay there in mm-hmm. one of its 800 rooms. Yeah, Joe Biden's got to cut off a leg. And then he can uh, go to this hotel. Yeah, come on, Grandpa Joe. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, right? You need a peg leg. That would make him infinitely more cooler. Yeah. And an eye patch. Right. And, he has and, to start a, and a parakeet y- on his shoulder. Yar a lot. I love all of this. <laughs> He's going to have to make people walk planks. He moves the White House out to a boat. <laughs> Just sets he sail. sails up and down the Potomac firing a cannon for some reason. The, okay, the you White know what? House I'd be boat. behind this. The White House boat, yes. The White House boat! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. <laughs> you know what? I'd, I'd be behind this uh, this president, man, if, if he just turned yeah, this himself is, this into is a the uh, This is the president every American can believe in. Yes. Let's start healing, Let's start healing a nation with peg legs, with, with pirate presidents. <laughs> With pirate peg leg presidents. I'm here for it. Sure. So by all accounts, uh, this one-legged man is not an angry or vengeful sort of ghost, uh, but more of a prankster. He, the third for- floor of the He just hotel- goes around stealing people's legs. Ha ha. <laughs> Pulls on their legs. I just stole your right shoe. <laughs> you because it's the only one I can wear. Ah, I got a peg leg. No, you'd have to put the shoe on the peg. <laughs> That's funnier. Now I've got your shoe. No? Okay. Um, anyway, so the third floor of the hotel's North Tower is where Johnny is most frequently seen. Guests will call the front desk and report a vagrant with a wooden leg is wandering up and down the hallways in the middle of oh. the night. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. And so no one obviously would be there. And Johnny has also been blamed for messing with the lights on that floor along with uh, the appliances that are in the room. So he'll just muck about with you. Gotcha. So he's like turning the TV on, fucking with the clock radio. Yeah. He's like, you want coffee right now, don't you? Turn it on. Right. He's like, well, I want coffee right now. You want it? No. Fucking run in the blender at 2 a.m. Why do they have a blender in this room? You <laughs> like, like, why modern is modern appliances, modern conveniences. Or smoothies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up is the ghost of little Carl Langer. Yes. Of it, the Langer's juice fortune? Of the Langer's juice fortune. No. Uh, If only. In 1939, Carl, his brother, and their mother were in Chicago on a six-month travel visa from Prague. They came to the United States seeking asylum from Nazis. All Uh, right. All right. Smart. Smart. I buy it. Sure, that tracks. Yep. Uh, Daddy Langer was stuck in Prague, but was working on, one, getting them a permanent visa to stay, and two, working on getting himself over. He's got to get away from the Nazis. I mean, wouldn't you? Look at that. I mean, if a little, if a man shouting at you with a tiny mustache, yeah. I'd want to leave. 
Be like, stop yelling. Why are you yelling at me? It Why was, do you have that small mustache? It was really, it, it was a choice. And then, and then the thing that always disturbed me was that Michael Jordan was rocking that Hitler mustache for a few years. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> okay. He played on he the was, Chicago and he Bulls. Was a, he was a professional sports boy. He's very good. He had yeah. bad facial hair decisions. Is that the um the circular orange one? Orange ball? Yes, it, it is a large okay. circle orange ball. You put in a Okay, net. just checking. You you throw up in air, hoop net. Baskets ball. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's the, one. the one. Um so toward the end of the six month visa, there was still no word from either her husband or the government on whether or not they can stay permanently. All right, well back to Nazi land you go. Yeah, so <laughs> she was very scared, very worried. She became very depressed at the thought of maybe having to go back. To Nazi to land? Yeah, Nazi I get it. Land. I think we all get it. Um, so one morning in August, she took her sons to the zoo in Chicago and then checked them into the Congress Hotel that night. Um, during the evening, Mama took... Oh, no. Is this like when you give your dog the best day ever before you put it down? Yes. So they oh, went to no. the zoo, had the best day ever, and then at night, Mama took both boys and just chucked them out the window. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, um, my, did she then follow them? She the then followed. Okay, okay at least she had the follow through. I was yeah. like, she was just like, mm, I've changed my mind. Like, <laughs> she looked her out the window and then stood on the ledge and went, I don't know if I can do I it. Just don't you know do what? It. I feel like that was a mistake. But, well, I regret this. Can't mulligan. Um, can I just yeah, did, Good luck mulliganing your dead baby. Yeah. <laughs> she like, other people start popping out the window. She just looks at them and she's like, isn't that crazy? It's raining babies. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm out here. Hallelujah. I have no I'm idea understand. where these children came from. <laughs> I just heard. <laughs> confusing. It's a confusing day. So anyway, yes, uh, she followed shortly thereafter. But unfortunately, uh, if she hadn't decided to go to the zoo that day, she would have been home to receive the letter that says, hey, you've been granted permanent asylum in Canada and your husband oh my will God. be joining you shortly. Which Once only more, reminds me zoos of... Zoos leading to family annihilation murders. Don't go to the zoo. <laughs> but of course, that whole thing led me to uh, the Alanis Morissette song, Ironic. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like something that'd be straight up in her song. Yeah. Sure. It's like rain on your wedding day. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the, like chucking your children out a window and then finding out you didn't need to is pretty much the equivalent of a black flag. Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Alanis Morissette, hear me. You fucked up on ironic because- yeah, None of that was ironic. No, 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 no. Not, that's not what I'm getting at, dear. Please allow me to finish. This is important. She, oh, took, she took the word rain and extended it out too many syllables. Rain, you fucked up. It's like up. rain. It's like baby a rain. baby's falling out of hotel windows. It's like baby rain out the hotel window. <laughs> All right, well, I fucked it up too. That there was too many on the end, but still, you get my point. Yes. Alanis. I mean, like having 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife is the same as murdering your children. Maybe that's I think why we can you didn't all agree make on the this. cut, Bob. I don't feel like this is a controversial standpoint. Well, all right, done. You know I, what? It's, my, it's been uh, gavel. Yes, yeah, it's been decided. My Love question it. is, how did you get 10,000 spoons? Maybe she runs did, a spoon emporium. Did Amazon mess up your order? <laughs> and they're like, just keep them. We don't want them. What the fuck am I going to do with 10,000 spoons? Yeah, don't don't send them back. It's fine. Just, just maybe then that's when she started her spoon empire. Then you says, now she's spoon man. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. She shipped all these 10,000 spoons to Seattle. Yeah. And then created <laughs> and a And Chris sound Cornell card. was able to enjoy them. And Chris Cornell was like, fuck yes. Yeah. I am spoon man. I, I am spoon man. <laughs>
Oh, God. So guests staying on the 12th floor say that at night you can hear the sounds of young children laughing, playing, and running up and down the hall. And falling out of windows. Thankfully, you do not hear them falling out the window. You just hear them having a good time before their end time. All right. So um, they're reliving their one perfect day. Exactly. And some I women... I went to the zoo! But unfortunately for some of the women's who are staying on that floor, they feel overcome by... To like, throw their own children out a window? panic and just sort of a loss of all hope. Uh, so they're reliving what mama felt. Yikes. Her last day. Uh, so, you know, watch out if you're a lady. A lady. Ladies. Who is uh, going to the hotel. You might feel an urge to You might get sad. Children. Yeah, you might want to check You your might child. get sad enough to check your kids out the window. You might get the sads. Yeah, you know what, that's uh, next up is famous. The baby murdering sads. <laughs> that sounds like a punk band. What's up, motherfuckers? We're the baby murdering sads. I'm not buying their yeah. albums. Yeah. I think we're so. opening for Spoonman. <laughs> so next up is famous room 441, the most haunted room in the hotel. Ooh. Uh, oh yeah. This room is believed to have inspired Stephen King to write his short story 1408, later turned into a movie starring John Cusack. I feel like we've done four hotels that were the inspiration for Stephen King's Room 1408. Yeah, Stephen King is inspired by a lot of hotels. This dude Uh, loves hotels. Like, like we've done so many stories that were like, and this inspired The Shining. Yeah. I can't all have inspired it. And then this Pet Cemetery inspired Pet Cemetery. Shocking. Anyway, no one knows what exactly happened in the room to make it so haunted. People have their theories, uh, but nothing's been confirmed. Um, but guests frequently just leave in the middle of the night uh, or they call the front desk and demand to be moved. Um, when asked about it, people staying report that their the room was uh, fucked up. It's fucked up ass room. Like, I, I demand like to be it. moved. There's a John Cusack in my room. John Cusack is in my room. I He's in not- the corner smoking cigarettes. Ugh. People are hitting his bike with batons. It's very weird. I don't. I do not approve. No, they will wake up to the bed shaking. Um, Yikes. And seeing okay. a dark shadow figure in the room with them. Oh, don't like it. Dark yeah, spirit. See, I get, I get why. They would I think it's John Cusack room. sitting on the edge of the bed, jacking, jacking it. it. That's why the bed is shaking. Mm. He's having sex with the bed. That's a new John subreddit. Cusack. Is John Cusack's fucking bed. John no. Cusack's fucking beds. Yeah, subreddit. Time to start it. I'm going to go fire it up right now. I can't it. wait to be I, an admin on this, on this subreddit. I was like, it already exists on the internet. There is someone has drawn a picture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go about your business. I'm uh, going to Google. Engineer Bob's going to Google. <clears throat> He's now going to be on a watch list. Um, other people you, staying in the Mac. room will be awoken by something kicking their bed. Uh, and then when they wake up, they look okay. around. The dark figure will manifest at the foot of their bed. Yikes. So either he's fucking it or he's kicking it, which could also be another form of fuckery. So maybe he's just really obsessed with sex, sexy beds. You yeah. know what? When I say John Cusack fucking beds, you know what comes up? The movie 1408. <laughs> oh, I also think has Google anyone seen the us. movie? Yeah. Um, I saw it when it was out decades seen, ago. I've seen part of it where it was just like him going slowly going crazy because that was the idea that the room drove people to commit suicide. Yeah. Um, anyway whatever it was not great um so one person also uh had their own experience so that seems to be like the two most common experiences in the room that people is john cusack about. fucking your bed is john cusack fucking your bed um and the shadow person okay yeah and then one person also <clears throat> had a ghost knock on their door all night so almost at regular intervals like a couple maybe every other hour it would be three solid knocks on the door 
And then, yeah, okay. you'd spooky. go look. Spooky. No one's there. And it would just repeat throughout the whole night. I don't like that. I, I'm not a fan of that. Um, wouldn't sleep in that room. No. Wouldn't. I'd ask to be moved. Uh, this person was also kept awake by the sounds of people talking. Um, they couldn't fall asleep because every time they were about to fall asleep, he would hear two, the sound of two men at the foot of their bed asking, are they still awake? What? Oh, no. Yeah, motherfucker, I am. I am still awake. I won't be awake all night. I'm never I sleeping again. Never. I don't like that. No. So you can request to stay in 441. Uh, the hotel, the people who work at the front desk are aware of it. Uh, one person was like, well, don't come calling me at two o'clock in the morning. I know. I was like, if you request it, do you then not get to bail out in the middle I of the night? You, I think that should be. Yes. Be like, yeah, no, you right? wanted this bitch. Stay here. I think you could leave, but you can't ask for another room. Yeah. You could sleep in your car in the parking lot or something. Yeah. Or you could go home or whatever. Like you can you can stay in this room or you can leave. Well, what if you slept in the hallway? Hmm. And you walked up and down the hallway in the middle of the night and made people complain about a vagrant walking up and down the hallway. With a peg leg. Yeah, maybe that's what the ghost of peg yeah. leg Johnny actually is. Oh. I just solved all of these mysteries. Well, yeah, I love Good job, Scooby-Doo. Like, oh, you wanted, to, you wanted to sleep in that room and then you didn't do it? Well, guess what? Now you got to wear this wooden shoe and walk up and down the hallway to maintain our spooky that's your punishment. Re- reputation. Yeah, that's your yeah, punishment. Now, now you have to represent your half Dutch heritage and wear one wooden shoe and walk up and down this hallway. <laughs> I'm not Dutch. You are now. <laughs> we are all Dutch today. Um, but the reason for the season of Mafia Ghost, the whole reason that I did this hotel, is because none other than old Shower Banjo himself, oh, Al Capone. Capone. Shower Banjo? Shower Banjo oh himself. My God. Sad Shower Banjo. Al Capone is rumored to also haunt the Congress Plaza Hotel. Oh, he died of syphilis. We were talking about gonorrhea earlier. He did, yes. I, it's a... It's an episode of dripping genitals. Yep. That in his case caused his brain to stop working. Super, super syphilis. Ooh, that one's, that's a little yeah. tougher. That doesn't roll super off Super syphilis. Irish wristwatch. Exa- that could be the new one. We're like, hey, we need Super needed- syphilis. Yes. We needed a new Irish wristwatch. We got too good at it. Super syphilis is going to be it. You okay, just, just bang through super syphilis. He did not have trouble with it. I don't think it's hard well, it's because I'm not hammered. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Fine. Uh, All right. Stop right now. Get super drunk. We'll try it again. (laughs) Push pause. Uh, During Capone's reign as leader of the Chicago outfit, uh, he would frequently visit the hotel where he put up a number of his henchmen. So he's just like, y'all live here. Report back to me. You do your dirty deeds out of the hotel. Pretty, pretty sure they were done dirt cheap. Yeah. Or that he did them with thunder sheep. One of the two. I think he he did them with thunder sheep dirt cheaply. (laughs) That's gross. <laughs> that's that's a third subreddit. Uh, that's how you get super syphilis. You fuck a dirty sheep. Cheaply. Yeah. Okay. A thunder sheep. A th- those big chungus. Um, so they would conduct their air quote business meetings in some of the rooms. They would also use the cave underneath the buildings to transport. Yes, their, mafia cave. They would uh, transport their illegal booze back and forth between because the other buildings still existed. So they would use that to kind oh, of. Oh, it's like a rum runner cave for prohibition. That's badass. A little bit. Yeah, this is a really good cave. So they they used that and they would also frequently play cards on Friday nights and Capone would go himself and stay on the eighth floor. Uh, in whatever room that they uh, had uh, kind of rented out, and they would play cards. Um, 
The Congress was also the place where Capone received two phone calls from old Greasy Thumb Gusick or Gusick <laughs> on a fateful St. Valentine's greasy Day. Greasy Thumb oh, Gusick? Old Greasy Thumb Gus. Yes. Uh, that was the name of the man who called Al twice, once before the St. Valentine's Day massacre and once after. That's not suspicious at all. Um, while not 100% proving that Al was behind the hit, he totally was. It didn't hoit. He totally was. So, anyway, um, the theory relating to... There is a theory going back. So I said, you know, there, some people were like, oh, room 441, what is their haunted theories to that? Some people believe that Al Capone would kidnap rival gang members and would keep them in room 441 because although it's on the fourth floor... It looks like a gross closet and that you're underground. The window doesn't really look out over anything. It actually looks like you are underground. It's just concrete and you can't really go out your window. Mm. Oh, so it's like tucked back in a corner or something? A little bit, yeah. So it's kind of one of those dark and gloomy sort of rooms. No one really knows it's there and there's really no way that you can get out. So people think that that's where Capone would take some people and torture them, do whatever to them, make them have dirty, cheap sex. All sure. Hot. Could be awesome. all of it. Um. Anyway. The guests on the eighth floor report hearing a raucous bunch of men playing what they believe to be cards coming from behind one of the hotel room doors. All right. Um, and people have also seen a ghost that resembles Al in the hotel bar and in the lobby and in front of the suite on the eighth floor was walking he up and down the hall. No, he was wearing clothes. Did he have a was banjo? He was no. playing shower banjo. And how did he, they know it was him, for God's sake? He was singing the songs of the banjo. So he was... And that's how they knew it was Al. He was like, I don't want to die in Alcatraz. Yeah, but then he did. Well, he didn't die in Alcatraz, but Alcatraz did not help his syphilis. And then he had to sing the Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want. No. And sometimes you get what you need. And what he needed was to die of paresis, which is when your brain is turned to smush thanks to syphilis syphilis awesome. and smushing smushing so anyway that is the story of the haunted conquerors plaza nice wow that place is pretty wild yes yes uh covid you can still go but they have a little more rules because they because covid because covid yeah um they might not be doing like i don't know if they do ghost tours but i think there are ghost tour companies that will maybe do walkthroughs but you should go it's a cool hotel it's I super yeah, if you guys live in Chicago, check it out. It seems yeah. super cool. Yeah, and it's right across the street from like Grant Park, so there's like fun shit to do. Look there at that. Go. go look at electricity, ride a Ferris, Ferris wheel, wheel, stay at the hotel, tell us all about it. Also, come back because we're going to do more if Mafia you don't feel, after yeah, the break. Exactly. If you don't feel like sleeping ever again, just go to the hotel <laughs> and enjoy your Chicago adventure. This episode has been brought to you by the Chicago Board of Tourism. Back after this. Hey everybody, it's your old pal, old naked banjo Capone. Guess what? You haven't been to the iTunes to drop us any reviews this week? It's fucked up. Better, better fix that, okay? iTunes, five stars, nice words. Fix it, or I got some guys who want to talk to you about a thing with the thing, cement shoes. Hey, also, guess what? Patreon, patreon.com slash booze and brews. Audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches. Incredible value on the internet. Go subscribe. Give them some dollarinis or else I got a guy. Want to break your kneecaps. Also, social media websites. We're on them. You got them. Twitter. Booze and Bruce. Facebook. Booze and Bruce. Instagram. Booze and Bruce All right, podcast. back to the show. Two, three, go. Talk about the mafia. Talk about the mafia. And, and the ghost therein. Okay. 
Let's talk about these made ghosts. You know what I'm talking about? You know we're going to get these guys. We'll talk about them. So Talk guys. about these spirits. These are made spirits. spirits. Were they whacked? <laughs> they were whacked. They were, I mean, they no. were definitely whacked. They got whacked off too. Yo, Tony yeah. the Chili Chunga. That guy got whacked. He got whacked. <laughs> the chili Tommy Enchilada got yep. whacked. <laughs> Billy Two Scoops Ice Cream just got punched in the butt. I just had stupid names. <laughs> I love their names. Jimothy, Jimothy b- Ball of Popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> just, he left behind two little orphans. Oh, no. The little baby popcorn. The nugget. Little tiny kernels. The little kernels. <laughs> oh, the kernels. I couldn't believe it. I was so sad. I that had was to, a real heartbreaker. I left them a couple bucks. <laughs> slid it under their pillows. Anyway. Charlie uh, so Banana guys- Nut Bread. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> Um, so I actually had a lot of trouble with this one. Oh no. oh, no. I think because I, as I told you guys, I was like, oh, I'm going to do like, I'm going to do like a Yakuza murder, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. So here's the thing. So when you Google like ghost Yakuza or like haunted Yakuza, you get that video game. The ghost of Tsushima? No, no, From no. You no. get Yakuza, right? The... From Yakuza games yeah. made oh. Ghost of Tsushima. So all you get is that game. Oh, that's um, that's not as great. No. So then I was like, I was like on page nine of Google results. I was like, fine, fuck it. I'm just going to do I'm going to do the triad, which Ooh. is like the Chinese yeah, version the Chinese of mafia. the Japanese Yakuza. So then I started Googling like triad ghosts. But here's the thing. The triad is broken into like five families. Like we have the five American crime families. One of them are called like the ghost specters or something. God so I was like, it. fuck this. Fuck this. I can't find any goddamn ghost stories. So then I was like, fine, I'm going to do. I found a ghost of someone who was killed in New York on Mulberry Street. Okay. Back in the like gangs of New York kind of days, the five points, all that shit. Were they eating and I was pizza? Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about this one. But then everything was just like, and now they're ghosts. Zero information. Oh, come on. And then when you Google like ghost Mulberry Street, St. Patrick's Cathedral is on Mulberry Street, which is haunted as fuck, but with like priests who give zero fucks about the mafia. Yeah. Mm. So I had all kinds of trouble. <laughs> you could make the tie to be like the priests probably like listen to confession from the mobsters. They like, gave communion I, to the mobsters. Like I was almost like, fuck it. I'm just going to tell you this really bonkers Yakuza crime story and there's zero ghosts, but I don't care. It's my show. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but then I found a story that I did like, but I had to struggle bus this week, guys. Oh, man. Oh, no. And by the way, listeners, if you're like, oh, I Googled it. Here's the results right here. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. It will make me mad. So oh, yeah, yeah. That. don't enrage have, wait, have tuna. listeners done this in the past? Sometimes. Uh oh. Sometimes our listeners try to be very helpful. Sometimes listeners try and be very helpful and give us information that we didn't have or like correct us about something. And it's always met with crawl up your own ass and die. I don't care. Don't care. Thank you. I'm glad you looked that up. I honestly don't care. We love all of you. We don't care. Yeah, I'm not going to go back and be like, I'm going to issue a correction yeah, to the episode. No, no I'm not going to. Correction the previous episode. No, yeah, we're, never. We're Soaking isn't murder. that normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not my favorite murder. We're not going to go back and correct things. No. They live now. They're on the internet. Now they're true. Yeah. Yes. We are. You don't like it? We're creating a new reality. <laughs> yeah, fuck oh. you. Yeah. I'm not gonna also, we love you. Join, 
Join our Patreon. <laughs> Get more of this content where we won't correct it and tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> we, we will absolutely stand up to no scrutiny and we'll do nothing about it. Yeah. Donate $5. Some people listen to our show for the facts. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to tell you about the Kreischer House, which is in on Staten Island, which is in New York City. Yes, it is. Um. So. Staten Island is where Wu-Tang Clan is from. Yeah. yeah so Balthazar Kreischer. Was a good name. Yes, Balthazar. So he is a German immigrant and he moved to New York in the mid 1800s. Okay. And to sort of set up shop here. And um, his, at this point, like New York City's expanding like crazy. Everything being built are these old sort of wooden tenements. Mm -hmm. And they keep catching on fire and immediately burning down and killing a bunch of people. And the um, city was like, eh, it's fine. But Balthazar comes from a family who did stoneworks and stonemasonry back in Germany. Oh. So he was like, I fucking got this shit. He started a brick factory and immediately became a gajillionaire. wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mean we can use these bricks to build yeah, houses? It's, it's like the plot of the three little pigs is this guy's life. Meanwhile, the mafia comes up and is like, listen, we built these buildings out of wood so that we could extort the local people, okay? Yeah. This is creating a problem for us. We're not to the mafia yet. The, oh. the mafia's way at the end. Okay. Damn it. You know what, though? Foreshadow. I liked that you tried for it, but we're really not there yet. Me and Billy Buttermilk over here are going <laughs> to cause some troubles for you. <laughs> For your stones. For your stones. Maybe. For your stone business. Me and you, Sammy the Twinkie. Sammy the Twinkie. I tell you, you got some stones, but we're going to have some problems with your stones. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So he becomes, instantly becomes super rich. He builds this huge brick factory in Staten Island. Um, he employs pretty much the entirety of the people who live around it. Okay. Um, if they don't work at the brick factory, they work for something that supports the brick factory or supports his huge household and all the like various buildings that he's building. He's buying all this land. So much so, he like basically creates an economy on Staten Island. Wow. So they rename this part of the island Kreischerville. Whoa. Um, it's like a Hooverville, but better. I know. I was with like, Pottersville? <laughs> with jobs and brick houses. What? <laughs> yes. Um, so then in 1885, um, Balthazar, for his two oldest sons, he builds them twin castles what? on the top of the tallest hill in Kreischerville. So they're literally, they're right next to each other. They're mirror images of each other. And they're for his two like grown ass sons. One is named Edward and one is named Charles. Oh, okay. Um, and they're, these houses are gorgeous. So, uh, if you're a, a architecture, architecture, that's that word nerd. They are American queen Anne style. They're two and a half story wood framed asymmetrical rectangular houses. Sure. Those are all that, words to me. Yep. They feature wraparound verandas and gables with jigsaw barge boards. Cool. What are those like Hell big yeah. Jigsaw barge boards and decorative brackets. Oh, gets my dick hard. Dig jigsaw barge boards. That's what. Hey, it's Billy Jigsaw barge boards <laughs> over here. Coming for your stonemasonry business. <laughs> also, I thought it was incredibly funny. These houses, these uh, mansions he builds for his sons, they're made of wood. Yeah, that's true. When you said wood frame, I was like, wait, where are the stones? Nope. Zero stones. They're made of wood. Well, that's, <laughs> that's uh, yep, he doesn't 
he doesn't get high on his own supply, guys. Oh, okay, okay. They actually built. Remind the, the kids, fire- I love you, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> he um he actually the fireplaces within the house are built with bricks, and each of the bricks within the fireplace says like Kreischer like building enterprises or something because they're like actually imprinted bricks because they were going in a family home which is pretty cool okay um so these are edwards and charles's houses and balthazar lives in a like much bigger house like further down on the property he has like six acres of land on staten island at this point he is staten island and so these um these (laughs) houses are are up on the hill at the bottom of the hill is like a lake or something some body of water and right next to that body of water is where the brick factory is okay so they're like over they overlook their job and both um edward and charles work there at the brick factory and it stands to this very day right (laughs) uh Uh super doesn't we're getting to it i guess (laughs) so in uh 1886 now if you're keeping track that's the year after he built these houses uh balthazar fucks off and dies oh whoopsie so then the brothers take over the business and it it profits for a long time but then they run into a lot of trouble like modernization and they're having like trouble with labor practices and it starts to like not be as successful as it once was children kids are losing limbs they have to pay people living wages they they actually apparently had some big labor dispute that like caused a lot of trouble and um edward was the one who was like in charge of managing the people and charles was the one who was like managing the business okay and then they got in some huge labor dispute with their workforce and Edward got really upset about it. So he went home and he put a pistol to his temple and he blew his brains out. Oh, you know, you could just pay them more. No, he's really sad. There's no way out. Mur- death, self-murder is the only way. <laughs> There's only one way of getting out of I'm this sick. wooden house to a brick house. And that's if I don't pay these people, so I better kill myself. Or I don't know if it was like... I don't know if it was paying them more or giving them breaks or like having to rebuild the entire factory so it's not a death trap, right. I assume. <laughs> Employing adults. Um, yeah. Because it's this is the 1890s. So this is like the push of industrialism. Yeah. So like this is like triangle shirtwaist factory era. Like this yeah. is mm. this is like we're starting to give a fuck about workers' rights. So I assume those were his struggles. Right. I don't know. Um, so Edward kills himself in his house. Um, and then in 1909, um, the the brick factory is like really not as successful as it used to be. It, it like the family had passed it off to another like company. So it wasn't a family run business anymore. Um, and like all of the Kreischers, like Balthazar and like his siblings and his wife and his children and his children's children, it like it was basically like a Kreischer compound oh. within mm. this town. But all of them were like, we're done with this brick factory. We're done with Staten Island. They all picked up and moved to New Jersey. Oh, okay. um, and they left. So then there were no Kreischers in Kreischerville. Oh, well, that's a oh, no. down. Yeah, so then at some point in history, um, every building that the Kreischers had built and lived in was torn down or repurposed or burned up in a fire. Every building that the Kreischer bricks had ever, you know, graced the walls of, fell to the ground due to some fundamental flaw of their brick-making facilities. Oh, I was going to be like, you you like that crying boy painting that makes buildings catch on fire? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. These bricks make buildings catch on fire. Uh, no, <laughs> it, so, it makes buildings cry, actually, which is the weird part. I didn't think you could do it. Yeah. So at some point, all of the houses are gone except for Edward's house. Oh. Okay. Um, which that's the house where obviously he killed himself and funny weird sidebar this the house that house is on a street called arthur kill road 
Whoa. I don't know why. I couldn't find out why, but I was like, that's weird. Dang. Interesting. Should be Edward Kill. Yeah. I know. Um, So so that's the only house that still it still to this day exists, the house. And that's the only one that exists like from the Kreischer era. And in case you're wondering like why have I never heard of Kreischer Satin Island, it's because in the aftermath of World War One, when everyone hated Germans, they were like, This is way too German a fucking name. That is a very German name. So they renamed it Charleston. So it's Charleston Staten Island now. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Sure. That is much more American sounding. So if you went to look for it on a map, that's where it is now. You're going to find it. You will not find it. So then it like it changed hands a bunch of times. No one ever really lived in it again. Mm. It was like owned by different people. It was uh, like declared a historical landmark pretty early on because it's one of the oldest houses from that era mm-hmm. um, that still existed. Um, but it like it was a bunch of different things. By the 90s, it was a restaurant, but they had really trouble keeping staff. Oh, remember this. This will be important later. Okay. 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 Um, I'm making mental and, note of it. Yeah. So and then so then the restaurant had to shutter. And then by the 2000s, it was purchased by a real estate developer from an, like another state who was like going to rebuild it, refinish it, everything, bring it back to its former glory and like maybe turn it into a museum or something. Okay. Um, you can't tear. It's a historical landmark at this point. So you can't yeah. tear it down. You can't inherently change the building. Um, but so he purchased it and all the land around it. And he hired a man named um, Joseph Young, who goes by the nickname <clears throat> Joe Black, which is um, unfortunate because he's an African-American man. But I didn't make up the name. When did we get to meet him? Um, well, <laughs> I don't think you're going to want that. to. Because, hey. because uh, Joe Black was uh, in 2005. He was hired by the... Uh, Bonanno crime family to murder someone. Oh. And he decided to do it at the mansion. Oh. Because he was working there as a caretaker. So he like lived on the property. He was the only one that lived on the property. He was like, perfect. I'll just lure this guy here and kill him. There's no one around. It's all these acres of just me. Uh, th- that makes you the only fucking suspect. Um, so not smart, uh, Joe. Yeah. yeah so Joe Black uh, calls Robert McKelvey, who apparently owed money to Gino Galst. Galstro, who was the current crime, like the family boss of the Bonanno, okay. which I assume is like the male version of Banana. It's Banano. Yeah. Banano, yeah. Yeah, so the, just the Banano. Him, just call him Joey Arbor Day. That's what we call him, you know. <laughs> and that way you don't have to remember the, that, that last name. It's very tricky. Yeah, so he um, he hired Joe Black for $8,000 to oh. kill Robert because Robert owed him money. Oh, God. Um, so, and if the, the Bonanno crime family doesn't sound familiar to you, it's because they used to, back in the day, back in the, like, gangs of New York, you know, five points days, they, we, they were the Maranzo family. They're one of the five original crime families. Mm. Mm-hmm. They, they just, like, the Maranzo family died off and they were taken over by the Bonanos. Yeah. Um, and then, like, now the Bananos don't even run the Bonanno family. Other people do. It's just, it's, it's the name alone. Yeah, but there are some big crime family, and they were recently in the news because in like summer of 2020, it was discovered that like all the higher ups from the Bonanno crime family were against COVID regulations, flying to Italy a bunch. Oh god! And like having meetings, and it's apparently because they're merging their family with the Costella Marmaza family, sure. which is mm. one of the five big crime families in Italy. Oh. So they're they're merging. They're they're oh, merging their okay. crime yeah. families. They're gonna together. combine their resources. Yeah, I get it. And I... they f- and they found out about it because of 
COVID because you aren't supposed to be flying back and forth to Italy and back and forth to America so much. And they're like, well, this is weird considering all of the COVID. Why are they yeah. doing this? So, so like the FBI and whatever Italy's version of the FBI are like working together now. And apparently it's like it's like bad news bears for both crime families. Like this may be their undoing. Whoops. COVID's going to be their undoing. COVID <laughs> regulations destroyed the banana crime family. I know, right? I love it. Who had that on their 2020? Right? Uh, like, I don't know if anybody yeah, saw have, that. You know, some yeah. good came out of this. You know, That's yeah. right. For organized crimes going down the tubes. <laughs> So Joe Black, who's the caretaker of the uh, Chrysler mansion. Yes, we've met him. So Joe Black uh, calls calls Robert and he's like, we have to talk about your banana money. Uh Um, I just like to say banana. It's a very fun name. I prefer Um, banana. Yeah. So Joe Black calls Robert out to the, almost said to the banana mansion. (laughs) Um, And then he's like. I've brought you here to die. And then he starts stabbing him and he stabs him and he stabs him and he stabs him and he stabs him. And And Robert's like, fuck, I don't want to be stabbed. And so he runs the door. Oh. And he gets to the door. And then Joe Black's like, fuck, I've not done a good stabbing. Come out, friends. And he had three friends hiding in the house. So then all four of them try to strangle Robert. Robert somehow manages to get away and out the door. And he's like, I don't want to be stabbed or strangled. He's I Rasputin. run away. This and guy so Robert, is Rasputin. You so can yeah, try the, to kill him. America's so Rasputin. Robert gets down the, st- the like across the porch, across mm-hmm. the beautiful wraparound veranda, down the steps towards the front yard. When one of them tackles him, they manage to drag him to like a decorative pond. And then all four of them sit on him while they drown him in the pond after stabbing him and strangling him oh my mm. and this then man did not want to die no and then just in case he was Rasputin I guess they decided what we should do is we should take him down to the basement we should saw his body into tiny pieces and one by one burn them up in the furnace oh my god but they think he was a vampire like what the shit yeah. Guys, they do, they, I think they were trying to get rid of evidence. Again, he did this for $8,000. This feels like a big murder for yeah, $8,000. That's a lot of work for this only This is a $10,000 murder at least. Yeah, I mean, it's 12000 at least. Mm-hmm. Um, even with inflation, because it's 2005. Um, so they did this, and then... Hey, welcome the, to Crazy Joe Black's Crazy Murder Emporium. Pretty much. So then the police start to like kind of they're kind of like putting it together and figuring it out and then they're like oh okay well there was this poll that they probably that we have video of joe black throwing into this marina by this restaurant and that's probably the pole he used to like push around the remains in the of in the furnace it, while they yeah, were like burning in down the per- person oven yeah so they were like we got to get this pole so they go to the restaurant owner who by the way is on the bananos family's like list like they pay protection money to the banano family they're kind of friends and the fbi are like we want to dredge this marina by your restaurant because we saw this guy throw this pole in here and the restaurant owner's like yeah go ahead dredge my marina the next day that restaurant owner was found with a bullet in his head yeah i bet he fucking was like that i was like this some crazy mafia shit wow. right here this is good shit man yeah, i but like they, it they found the pole they did convict they tied it to the banano family that gino guy who hired joe black was then incarcerated but then someone else just took over the banano family yeah. like they've had Hail 15 Hydra, leaders in the last the five years the other yeah yeah they just put there's a new top banano now yeah top banana was that an ice cream <laughs> joke 
It's like a top banana joke. Yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> I was like, that's funny and nobody laughed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you can imagine, because uh, Edward brutally murdered himself in this house. Yeah. And then there was this other man brutally murdered in this house. Yeah. This house gonna have some ghosts. Yeah, this yeah, smells go yeah. Yeah. Lousy so mo- most of these stories come from the current caretaker, whose name is Rick Ristop- Ristolpe. Sure. Um, who's super open about like the history of the mansion and the like historical tales of the ghosts living there and the ghosts that he's encountered. He's really just like, yeah, there's ghosts. I'll tell you all about it. Wow. Um, so the most common ghost they see, there's a ghost of a crying woman. Okay. Who they assume is Frida Kreischer, who's Edward's wife. Okay. That makes sense. And she's the one who discovered Edward after he, he hit hitted himself in the head with a bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> really <Oopsie doodle>. hard, <laughs> really hard hit himself. Yeah, he um, fell on it. So apparently, it's sometimes you'll walk around the house and you'll just like from another room or from behind you, you'll just hear a woman softly sobbing. Oh, that's why they call her the crying woman, and that's why they assume it's Frida. They don't really know. Yeah. And then there's a couple people who've seen a full body apparition of a woman in Victorian era, which is about right because it was yeah. like 1890. Yeah. So uh, in a Victorian era dress, like walking around the front veranda crying. Oh gosh. so she's just hanging out crying she's real sad her husband hit himself in the face with a bullet Mm -hmm. she's like this is this is how i'm gonna choose to spend my afterlife just crying just being sad sad. not not focusing on the good times yeah so if um if that wasn't sad enough for you the other most popular ghosts are children who died in the house who didn't didn't die in the house but because the kreischer family lived close to each other all along this you know in Kreischerville but every other house has been torn down so they think all the Kreischer ghosts have just like amalgamated (laughs) into the one that's left yeah Yeah. makes sense so there's a ghost of of at least one little boy um they're not sure who it is because Balthazar had a ton of kids over the years um and he had a six-year-old son with his first wife Caroline who died um um and then caroline is edward and charles's mother okay. she actually died giving birth to edward so they think oh. also it's possible she's the crying woman oh um but and then he so then after carolyn died he uh his second wife's name is matilda they had two sons who both also died very young mm. so it's like there's three dead little boys so it could be any of them it could be all of them maybe right. they're all hanging out together yeah, yeah. Um, so they often see like a little boy running around the area playing and he just looks like a little boy. So people are like, whose kid is that? Oh, and they're like, oh no, it's the like ghost boy who lives here. (laughs) Um, so he like, he runs around the house and he like, you hear him like playing with a ball or like running up the stairs. He's like having a good time, Mm -hmm. but he is prone to a little trickery. And apparently one of his favorite tricks is to like make noises and lure you into a room or into a closet and then close and lock the door and then stand outside the door and laugh at you. What a dick! What, <laughs> what is that um, shit? I was uh, about to say, these... I was like, oh man, this is so nice. These kids are enjoying their afterlife. No, 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 it turns out this kid's a fucking dick. I mean, he's making his own fun, you know? Yeah, but at my expense, yes. not cool, yes, dude. Definitely at your expense. Yeah. He's punching down on the corporeal. I don't appreciate it. Um, and I found stories from, so the house is now, um, 
because they're they're not refinishing it anymore so it's now like an event space mm, so cool. they like have small like recording sessions or like small music it's a very small music venue and during halloween the whole month of october they turn it into like a haunted house because oh, it's cool. already haunted right so they have like their they turn into a double haunted house yes Super haunted. so they yeah, men dressed into- up as draculas and also real ass ghosts <laughs> and real ass little boy ghosts yeah. <laughs> um so they do the, like their version of a haunted hayride so like you go up to the house on this like tractor then you sit on hay bales in the back just like LA's haunted hayride if you've ever been Mm. Um, and they're like almost every year the tractor drivers will be like you gotta like stop letting unattended kids come in because there's like kids running in front of the tractor all the time I have to keep like swerving or braking to avoid hitting them and they're like yeah man that's a ghost Yeah, there's there's no that's unattended how this children. These that's fucking not, kids are just running around out here. They're frolicking. There was one person who was like, I was on the hayride on the way up, and it was just me and my girlfriend in the hayride, and then we both looked over and suddenly realized there was a little boy in the hayride with us, and we were like, What are you doing here? And he just like shrugged his shoulders, jumped off, and ran away. Oh my god! If I'm the guy, I just go. You know, you see a little kid run in front of the tractor, just hit him. Just uh, hit him. Just, just see what happens. I mean, he's Could dead. Be a ghost. You, either, you either hit a ghost. Or you make a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Either way, way, you've enhanced the hayride for next year. <laughs> it's a very scary hayride. You can charge more. Oh, you can now yeah, charge you can more. Charge a, you can charge more for every child you murder. Oh, my God. next year's hayride's going to be more haunted. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so if you'll remember, back in the 90s, it was a restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they had trouble keeping um, employees because apparently... There was a shit ton of haunting activity. The ghosts did not like that the house had been turned into a restaurant, but almost all of it was centered on the kitchen. So like anything like hung up on the wall would like be thrown onto the ground or like plates would be knocked over or like like pots would be pushed off the stove. So employees were like, I can't fucking work here because these goddamn ghosts are making it so much harder. Oh, Mm. man. So people would like quit all the time. So they were I mean, I also think it wasn't a great venue because it's kind of far away from everything. Uh But that's part of the reason they had to shutter the restaurant is because the ghosts were like making it too hard to work in the kitchen. I don't like Italian food. I like German food. (laughs) Yeah. I want some schnitzel. Yeah. If this had been House of Schnitzel, it would have just been nonstop parties in the afterlife. Right. Um, They also said that that's when they started noticing like cold spots. Like patrons would be like, can you turn off the air conditioner? Like, I think I'm in a draft. And they were like, there's no air conditioner in this building. Too old. Don't have it. You're in a ghost draft. Yeah. So these are the ghosts of the Kreischer family that like hang out in the building and have been there for a very long time, it seems like. Mm -hmm. But Um. it seems like there's now a new ghost (gasps) and he's less fun. Uh Uh-oh. Was he murdered in, say, 2005? (laughs) So since 2005, there's been an uptick in ghostly activity and it's been more violent um, than the Mm. previous ghostly activity. So it's things like... um, like before things would like fly around the kitchen, but now it's like things will be like knocked off right in front of you or like a door will slam in your face. Knives will be thrown in your face. Yeah, you'll be drowned in a pond. By the way, they turned the pond into a flower planter. Probably for the you best. You know for the best? No one can be drowned there anymore. Yeah, they but were I like no more drowning. All the dead yeah. bodies, very well fertilized. Yes. Uh, speaking of those dead bodies, there's also uh, apparently the smell of cooked meat cannot get out of the basement it's like one of the things is like they'll go in and be like what are you cooking down here and they'll be like oh people there's not like and there's no reason for that smell to linger it's been 15 years he's real pissed about being burned alive what are you cooking down here man meat man delicious man 
Um, so, and also people who like will come into the house and they'll just be like how yours, they were like overcome with like a feeling of nothing is ever going to get better. Yeah. They'll just suddenly be overcome with like anger and hatred and like feel the need to lash out. And they're like, it's a feeling of like, I need revenge is what the feeling is. Oh, I mean, you know what? Robert, he's murdered for $8,000. Yeah. I bet (laughs) he didn't even owe $8,000. Like, that doesn't seem like enough to end a life. That's not enough money. Mm-mm. No, um, you need at least 800 grand. Yeah. So <laughs> they, um, as I said, it like it was a small music venue now in like a small recording studio. And they're like, oftentimes they'll have trouble with the recordings as we just did. Oh, my God. Robert is through the Internet. Oh, Ro- Robert has discovered the Internet. He's infecting <laughs> our, t- our cable Internet. He's in a series of tubes. <laughs> um, so people will say like they'll do a whole recording session and then look up and be like the recording's just gone for no reason. Oh, fuck. Mm, that would be or frustrating. Be, that like, would be very It's like weird and garbled in a way that they were like, I was listening to the feedback the whole time and it sounded fine. But then when I re-listened to the audio file, it's completely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're underwater all of a sudden. But what I thought was the creepiest was there was one um, audio engineer who was like, yeah, it's it was all fine. It sounded fine. But there was like a weird background noise and I couldn't find it and isolate it. And then I finally found it and managed to isolate it. And it was the sound of someone humming along. Oh! Coming oh. along with the song? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? That means so, you have a good song. Hey, if a no, dead guy's going to sing along. Yeah. People are enjoying yeah. this this song from, from Beyond Time and Space. So that's pretty yeah. good. So Robert is obviously a big fan of music because there was also a story from like an old friend of Robert's who went to the mansion, I'm sure to visit the um, Rick Rispelli, the guy who who runs it now. Yeah. Um, but he was just like, oh yeah, I was there. I was at the house. I was like telling stories about Robert and like thinking about him and stuff. And then I went back down to my car to leave and I opened the car door, sat down in the car. My car radio turned on. My keys are not in the ignition yet. Oh shit. My car, my car radio turned on to a Christian music station, which was Robert's favorite station. And the song is in the middle of the lyric. You just said my name. What? That no. is spooky. I was like, he's bumbled. that's that's sweet yeah so but i think the most telling evidence that it's actually the ghost of robert is that uh rick managed he was like there's always orbs and pictures whenever i capture them and they're always like moving around the house and he was like they seem to be going in a pattern and then one night he was like i'm gonna capture a bunch of like you know, every two seconds, I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to see what. So these those five orbs, they're in every picture. Mm-hmm. They're always moving in a way that like it's not a light. Yeah. It's not dust. Like we have debunked this as not dust. Yeah. Um, but so the orbs um, start in the like front parlor of the house. Mm-hmm. They move towards the doorway and pause. They move out the porch, down the stairs, and pause. They move to where the pond used to be, and then they disappear into the ground. He's retracing his last steps. That's spooky. Yeah. I was like, so in case you were thinking maybe it wasn't Robert, I think it's definitely Robert. It's definitely Robert. That is... Those are orbs of a man who knows where he was going. Those are man orbs. Those are man orbs. (laughs) Morbs. 
Morbs. Um, so because it's so ghosty, it's been featured on some of our favorite shows, like Ghost Hunters. It's also an episode of Paranormal Lockdown with our ghost adventures friend Nick, oh. where I watched a clip of it and he feels like the ghost of Edward walks through him and he says, Are we occupying the same space at this moment? <laughs> In classic Nick fashion. So if you miss Nick, you can go watch this episode of Paranormal Lockdown. But it's such a, like, widely accepted haunted location. They've done a story about it on Inside Edition. Whoa, shit. Because they were like, the ghost of this mafia victim is here, and we're going to talk about it on Inside Edition. Damn, dude. Yeah. So, the like I said, the house itself has been declared a landmark, so it can't be torn down. But um, in 2020, in May of 2020, the um, the city of Charleston, Staten Island, changed the zoning um, and then accepted a new developer bid. So now it is going to be not the house, but the acres around it are going to be turned into 11 new buildings of 48 condos. Good luck with that. I feel like you're going to have little kid ghosts. Yep. Enjoy so your haunted ass little... buildings. No one yeah, will live enjoy there. Enjoy your fucking Christian rock radio station. Uh, yeah. I hope you like Christian rock and I hope you like kids who will lock you in a fucking closet. Yeah, I hope you, you like... said my name. I, know, I hope you enjoy being locked in a closet whilst listening to Christian rock music. That that's might going be, to be a fate worse eternity. than death. Eternity. Anyway. So that is the story of the Kreischer Mansion nice. in Kreischerville, Staten Island. Yay. Which brings us to our beer. Yes. Yeah. So it's a really cute. It's like a it's like a, a man whose head is a thumbs up. Yep. Yep. He's mm-hmm. a good guy. Yeah. He's got a smiley face he's pin a, on his lapel. Man. Good man. Good it's, guy. Booze it is brothers. a can that is trying to tell us a story. I assume it's supposed to be like a New Yorky accenty. Like I'm a good guy. I'm a society judging me. Sure, I steal, cheat, and lie. But it's a little bit of violence never hurt anybody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you know, forget about it. Forget about it. Right. So anyway, this is uh, a grapefruit pale ale, as we have mentioned prior, but uh, it does not taste like a pale ale. Uh, I it disagree. Like, it tastes like a pale ale. It tastes like grapefruit. It tastes like it's got some hops. It's delicious. Tastes more like an um, India. Yeah. So I it is. Don't um, agree with that. It's a blend of mosaic, Belma, and Citra, which mosaic and Citra are two of my favorite hops. I think that's why that and the grapefruit. This beer is fucking delicious. I really like it. It kind of rem- it reminds me of a of a less aggressive grapefruit sculpin. I think it's really good. Yes, it's like a it's like an easier drinking grapefruit sculpin. It's only five what five point two. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Um, uh, I don't find it aggressively hoppy. No. I'm surprised you still hate it as much as you do, Melly. Yeah. I do. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I yeah, hate it. It's gross. No, I, I hate do. It. It's it's very it's too hoppy for my uh for your, palate. Te- for your tender palate. My tender palate. It's been affronted. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. When you sure. first said that, I thought you said it's too hoppy for my tits. I mean them too. It's too hoppy for these <laughs> it's tits. Too hoppy for my tits. I'm pretty sure you and I have been here. I'm pretty sure we have, friend. Yeah. I believe it. I'm sure that I don't remember any of you know, it. it may have been I'm before. sure I had a great time and loved the beer. I think it was before we had our adventure in the park that we definitely should not have been in. Oh, where we broke into that private uh, playground yep. Yep. and then went on the swings and the like little ride a chicken thing. Yeah, and then you were trying to convince me to do a cartwheel and I'm like, I can't do cartwheels. Whatever. We had a good time. We sobered up. We had some pizza. It was, it was great. Day. It was a good day. Everybody wins. Anyway. If you need anyone to encourage you to drunkenly do cartwheels, call your buddy Tuna. Tuna will be there for you. Tuna will take care of you. She's got you. Hell yeah. Well, this is a part of the show where your old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Guess what I love? Bananos. Those are great. You know what else I love? I love old sad banjo Capone. 
Who doesn't? He's the best. I love a haunted house, but I also love a double haunted house. This place got too many goddamn ghosts in it. I love throwing babies out windows, but if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's cooked man meat and man orbs. Vanessa wins. Yeah. yeah. I love it when I win with my man meat. Man love winning meat. with a man meat. Love winning with the man orbs. Meatiest man. The meatiest man. man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Come back next next week, next year. Next year, next motherfuckers. Year. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk to you guys next year. We don't know what we're doing yet, but you'll probably be booze. And there will definitely be Bruce. So until then. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Tinkies.